Hey, I'm Tammy Talks, and this is the review for A Million Little Things, Season 1, Episode 11, Secrets and Lies. Um, I still think the show was better than This Is Us. I've said that a couple times to people, and I've gotten the same, like, oh my god, reaction. This Is Us is amazing, obviously. Um, the writing on there is top-notch. The acting is amazing. A Million Little Things, I think, to me... Is a better show. One is not as depressing. This is us sad as fuck. Like they're still going through the, um, the ramifications and the aftermath of Jack's death. Like years later, like well into their thirties, damn near forties. So it's kind of like old wounds that are still going through. Whereas a million little things, the, sh- the show starts off with um, John committing suicide and the show picked up right after that. Like right, right, right after that. And we're seeing the, the early after effects. So who is Barbara? Who is Barbara? Now, I personally do not think that Barbara is a mistress or anything like that. I think that she's a business partner. I think Barbara could have been like an ex-wife or like a first wife or something, but I get the feeling she's not a mistress. I just want to put that out there. So we do know that in um, like his life insurance and some of his other like important documents that he left different things to Barbara, Ashley still has that folder and Ashley's been trying to get in contact with Barbara. Um, Ashley ma'am now from the first moment we saw Ashley the way she ran after him when John jumped over that balcony I didn't trust her never ever ever trusted Ashley I know some people um initially were like oh she's just she's just um a good assistant now I never thought that they were like messing around together I thought that maybe she was like involved in some shady dealings with him so when I saw that she had um if they had kissed and probably had sex that night at that apartment I was like oh damn because I truly didn't think that they were like messing around so Delilah has entrusted the help of Kathleen who who is a lawyer and she calls her to her office probably on a Saturday and has everybody come so strike one for me I get that they're this extremely close-knit group of friends right however this is a personal matter like Delilah has to I think she has to learn how to get through things herself I think like I get the whole your husband just died you were cheated on him with your friend that you're pregnant like it's a lot going on totally understand it totally totally get it but I think a bigger issue is that she's involving she's involving them in too much so while they're all meeting at um Kathleen's office so that they Delilah can find out, you know, what action she can take about the house or whatever. Kathleen tries to take her to the side and it's like, okay, let's let's talk in private. <laughs> so I can let you know. She's like, no, 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 let's do it. Let's get right to it. No problem. And we find out that John owed $18 million. And she told her, and now that is your debt. 
but she was able to get her I think like an extra 60 day extension with the house so that she can make the payments or at least attempt to make some of the payments to stay in the house and get the house out of foreclosure here's the thing <laughs> here's the thing 18 million dollars 18 million dollars what was John doing so while all of this is going on everybody is like oh my god Jesus Christ Gary Gary's like no that's wrong John is this Gary irritates me um I think Gary has John on this pedestal and I'm, I'm curious to see why it can't just be because, oh, John was with him while he had um, chemo and he was going through his breast cancer. It, it has to be something more than that. There, to me, there has to be a reason why Gary is so, like, fire up John's ass. It's like anytime, anytime anything is going on and someone mentions John, or even mentions John like in the slightest negative aspect, like he be ready to, I'm sorry, her name is Catherine, not Kathleen, Catherine. He be ready to like pounce on y'all. So Catherine is going to have some, um, some of her coworkers, her associates look into what Delilah's options are. <laughs> <laughs> at this point and how they can get stuff situated but Delilah was kind of banking on John's social security money I mean not social security his life insurance policy to to cash out and that's not gonna happen not gonna happen at all meanwhile back at the house little Theo who was Catherine and Eddie's son um is on FaceTime with Eddie who has gone back out on the road to since he's sober now to like follow his dream of being a musician so while he's out there you know kids talk too much kids talk they don't really understand the magnitude of some of the stuff that they're saying but I think Theo knew so Theo was sitting there and he's like yep I'm hanging out with um hanging out with Danny while mom helps Delilah with her problem." Meanwhile, there, um, Delilah and, uh, what's his name? Delilah and John's daughter comes in and she's like, oh, what problem is this? So Theo knows that he's messed up and he ends up telling her. So when Catherine and Delilah get back to Delilah's house and they're like, oh, let's have dinner and blah, blah, blah. They, Eddie is there for one. <laughs> Eddie's there for one and then Delilah is forced to tell her teenage daughter who Loki hates her like 75% of the time everything that's going on now one I do think that Delilah should have been a little more upfront with her with her daughter about what's going on like you have 60 days to vacate the privacy I mean the, the property I get like there's nothing that the daughter can do but you, you have to, I don't know, there has to be a way where you can talk to her and let her know that, yeah, we're going through some stuff, you know, there's a way you can break it to her, you know, your dad, since your dad has passed away, money is differently, there has to be a way to do it, but no one should ever find out personal family business 
from someone else. So for her to find out from Theo, who's what, seven, eight, maybe that's a problem. Um, Eddie. Okay. So Eddie's at Delilah's house, which I'm, I'm guessing one of the kids let him in. Sure. But I didn't like that. So Eddie's at Delilah's house. And when Delilah and Catherine walk in, he only talks and only addresses Delilah. You and Catherine are not divorced yet. Y'all are separated. Y'all may have started the process of being divorced. But, like, he could have at least, like, acknowledged her. It's bad enough that she knows that y'all have been, like, y'all were cheating. But, wow. So, then we have Regina. So, Regina, um... Is thinking of like liquidating the business so that she can help Delilah get the money back, get some of the money to pay the $18 million back. Now, we all know that John bought Regina um, and Delilah the business, the restaurant, the storefront so that they can open this restaurant together, whatever the case. So Regina's like, you know what, let's let's revamp this this dude let's sell it liquidate it so that we can get some of this money and we can help them out whereas rome was um told her just try to find like an investor you can start making money quicker and then we can help them out you know try to help her out that way because that would be money coming into delilah because she is part owner so hopefully they, you know, she can work something out that way where she still has some type of money coming in. So Rome is telling her that, hey, I can, you know, whenever I can go back and start doing commercials again, which I'm assuming brought in good money to their business and I mean, brought in good money to their house. And then, you know, that'll help get things moving a little quicker. She's like, nope, that's what had you depressed. You know, he's off his meds now. He didn't want to take them anymore. So there's like, she's like walking on eggshells around him, kind of, even though I don't think she necessarily has to. I think he's like, okay, but she's still kind of, kind of leery. So she decides to call her mother as an investor. Now, we saw the first part of the season, her and her mother have an extremely cantankerous relationship. So, her mom, um, I don't want to say she's like super judgmental. To me, it just seemed really (laughs) mom-like, but just to like the 10th power. So, she's cooking dinner for her mother and she's talking to her. Um, and she kind of asked her to be an investor and her mom kind of gave her a look like, Oh, okay. She's probably thinking like, this is odd. Cause the last time I saw you, you know, you threw me out your house and blah, blah, blah. So shit escalates so quickly, zero to a trillion. And next thing we know, um, Regina's going off on her mother saying she'll never change, blah, blah, blah. And her mother was like, do you want me to like, do you specifically want me to be an investor or do you just need one? So like her mother's trying to help her, but I think Regina is, um, I think she has so much pride and she just doesn't, 
she doesn't want the help because it's coming from her mother and I think that's like one of the biggest disservices that she's doing to herself because her mother clearly knows what she's doing but at the same time like her mother gotta chill she has to fall back like let her do this the way she wants to so I don't remember the daughter's name but Delilah and John's daughter is now this whole episode they were supposed to be running a 5k in honor of John daughter doesn't want to do it anymore because um her father's a liar and all this other stuff she doesn't know who he is why should I Danny who is Delilah's son who we found out is gay has a little I don't know if it's his boyfriend but he has a little crush on a guy named Elliot that he calls Ella in reference to his mom but Gary knows so he comes out casually (laughs) and confidently in front of um his mom his big sister and then Gary is there and Maggie Maggie's there too and they're trying to get trying to get the um the teenage girl to to run the race like let's get it together let's do it because we're not doing it just for just for John let's like let's do it for ourselves so they all end up doing it for themselves and I'm kind of side eyeing Maggie like bruh you're going through chemo you're going through chemo a 5k is what 3.1 3.2 miles she has to know she can't she has to know she can't do that Gary knows that she's not going to be able to do it but he goes along with it encourages her and decides that he's going to run too so it's the day of the race we're at the 5k and Gary's like telling Maggie be easy relax um take it slow let's do it together everyone shows up to support everyone's ready to run and like it's going great we see Maggie take off like a pistol um when the when the gun goes off to start the race she's doing good and next thing we know we see her like slowing down slowing down slowing down no lie I thought she was getting ready to fall over like she was breathing hard she started to get it looked like nauseous she's dizzy I'm like oh lord this this woman's gonna pass out right here right while they racing so everyone is like finishing the race they get to the end and they're like whoa where's Maggie she was ahead of all of us so she should be done so they're all looking around no one sees her so there's like this instant kind of like panic that sets in Gary so he runs back and he's running through the crowd to find her and she's still sitting where she was off to the side um, where she stopped now they don't say how far she actually ran we have no like sense of time as far as like how long she had been running but she all I can say is the race started in morning and by the time it, um she ended and she crossed the finish line it was dark so she her and Gary decide to walk it out she said she wanted to finish the race she doesn't care you know about time or anything she wanted to finish it so he's like let's do it so they're walking together to get to the finish line walking the course and Roman Eddie come and they do everything they can to distract 
the the clean the truck that's coming up picking up the cones and like you know cleaning up the cores unblocking off the streets and whatnot and then we see regina come and the one thing that i truly like about this show is their undying friendship for each other um maggie just came into the fold and they are like ride or die for her <laughs> like having the close-knit group of friends like that is I don't want to say it's not something you often see on TV, but it's, I don't know, they're like watching this group of friends, I think is different than other shows where you see groups of adult friends like this. Like this just feels like they are like they've already been through hell and back. Someone has died. They found out cheating scandals like, but they are like, they're working their way through it. They know how to put their differences aside and push different things aside to be there to support each other so they walk her to the finish line they have this like fake like finish line celebration for her with everybody and it's like woo maggie got to finish the race so i'm sure for her like going through cancer um and through the chemo she knew she couldn't do it but she kind of like doesn't want to accept the fact that she's going through what she's going through. So her being able to finish the race probably gave her that extra confidence boost, that extra oomph that she needed to like, I don't know, maybe take her over the hump and get her through the rest of her chemo. Um, meanwhile, Catherine, who is not at the race, <laughs> Catherine, um, is at home like working and she gets a call from one of her associates who is helping her out with something and she finds out that there have been payments made on a loan since Joan since John has died so while um earlier that day or maybe it was the day before Catherine and Delilah go to a bank because they're trying to get some answers about some bank statements and some bank documents um while they're at the bank getting that paperwork done we see ashley at the same damn bank same location and she's closing out an account but when she sees delilah she like doesn't want to be seen so she like hides her face and like runs out so i'm like side-eyeing ashley like what what is going on she's already been on my list and she has that folder she has the folder that's labeled delilah from her husband that she still has not given her so the end of the episode um catherine calls gary and she's like oh yeah she's you know kind of puts two and two together that ashley is the one that's still controlling these accounts and still making the payments or whatever so gary's like all right let's ride down on her so they get to ashley's apartment and they're knocking we pan they pan the, um, the screen pans over to ashley we see her shredding documents and i'm like what are you shredding like i want to know what ashley is is covering up is it something illegal what is it so she's shredding all these documents and she hears the knock on the door and she like hurries up and starts cleaning up things and we see the door open but when it opens for ashley it's an older woman there and we see that she's at john's um like 
second his little creep creep apartment so because she's there there's like an older woman that's like when is he coming back i haven't seen him and she probably has no idea that john done died so i don't know if that woman just assumed that ashley lived there with them and they were a couple or what was going on so the very end of the episode we see ashley waiting out in the parking lot or like the front steps of like a business and this woman comes down and ashley is like barbara we have to talk and barbara was like paid her dust we have nothing to talk about i'm not doing this here with you and like walked off so we see that barbara barbara is an older woman i like i'm wondering who it is ashley's on my list gary's on my list like oh it's such a good show so um the preview i saw i don't know if it was specifically for the next episode or for like the remaining of the remainder of the season but we see that delilah like gets into it with ashley and like tells her stay away from me get out of my house so i'm guessing things are going to start falling into play and now we're going to start seeing or I think more of what Ashley is trying to cover up is going to start to unfold sooner or later. So until then, let me know what you guys thought about the episode. I am on Twitter at Tammy Talks Pod um, or Instagram Tammy Talks Podcast. You can listen on Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud. Tell a friend, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. 